And welcome back to another episode of Wrestling is Trash, the podcast where the trash boys get together. We bring guests on. We welcome anyone. And we sit here and we talk professional wrestling, sports entertainment from all the companies that are out there. Sometimes we take a little divergence into real life stuff, but it's because it's real life people. And that's what we do. We keep it real. So if you like the show, please keep on watching. And we got a special one on our hands today. Before we start going around the horn real quick, because I just want to say, everyone real quick, you know, Lou had a cruise. Dan, I don't know what you were up to this weekend, and our guest, I'll let him introduce himself in a sec. I don't know, but we celebrated some week one football. And, uh, you know, my team, Pats, through and through, we took an L. Coaching looked like shit, but, you know, hey, I'll let everyone say their own piece. But, uh, as always, I'm your boy, Nick Anicelli. Still, go Pats. Lou, I'll pass it off to you. How you doing? Oh, you already know. Lou from the BX, Louis Balboa, Don Enano, Pelin Man X, XXXXL, Tentacion in the house. Uh, I'm a little a little shaky this week. I'm feeling a little cold. Something's going on with my system, but it's all good. I just came back from the cruise, as Nick stated. Feeling good. Had a little bit of a celebrity signing on there. Uh, got to dap up Brian Cage the first day on my cruise. Uh, as I saw this big, gigantic fucking man. Actually, me and him are the same height. I think I'm a little taller than he is, but he's obviously much wider. Um, pause. But uh, saw Brian Cage on there with his wife, dapped him up, called him out. I was like, yo, the machine's in the house. He dapped me up and shit. But that was about it. And um, yeah, man, everything is everything. Everything's cool, bro. Uh, can't ask for anything more. It was a great time. I don't want to spend too much time talking about my cruise, but... Um, it was a fantastic time. It was my first one. I, I cannot recommend Royal Caribbean enough to anybody listening, thinking about going on a cruise. Yo, it's safe out there, bro. It's it's you just wash your hands and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Keep to your own shit. And as long as you're not spit swapping with random strangers, you should be fine. And so much for asking how everybody's week's doing because we led into it. And I'm going to round this off as the third trash boy, the real garbage man of the show. It's your boy, the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy all the way from deepest, darkest Africa. My week wasn't as eventful as these two, besides the fact that Fly Eagles Fly, my Philadelphia Eagles, had to unfortunately pull out a win against the Detroit Lions after we was mollywopping them early. But this whole week one, which we'll talk about in a sec, we'll briefly talk about it in a second, but this whole week one of NFL football, which... It was pretty fucking intense as far as the one o'clock games were concerned. A lot of people thought the one o'clock games wasn't going to be shit because most of the air quotes shit teams played. But nah, almost every game across the board was eventful. Um, I love last night's game. I liked seeing Russell Wilson lose. But <laughs> I will say, in my opinion, for color rush jerseys, Outside of what my Eagles are going to pull out this year with the black helmet and the all black, I think the Seattle Seahawks highlighter color is the best color rush jerseys in the league. Big fan. I just personally, that's just personally me. <clears throat> but we got to bring it to the homie who happens to be a rival of the Seahawks by way of the NFC North. I once again had to reach out to the people that I look at as my community of wrestle talk that I've quickly grown uh fondness towards 
Like shout outs to Phil, shout outs to Husky Rhodes, and shout outs to this brother here, the light skinned Gaijin, the brother that will put you, your mama, and your sister up on everything stardom. Light skin, what's good with you? How you guys doing? It's your boy, the light skinned Gaijin, uh, representing Minnesota, the Twin Cities, uh, and of course, I had to wear purple because color me shocked. The Vikings pulled it off against A.A. Ron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Um, I wasn't even expecting that because if you've seen some of my videos on TikTok, I'm not the biggest Kirk Cousins fan. I didn't feel like he deserved the money he got, but he played well. And I'll say it again for a lot of people, the defense I don't think gets enough credit. That defense held Aaron Rodgers to under 200 yards passing, you know, an interception, a fumble. You know, turnover on fourth down twice in the red zone. You know, so shout out to that defense. Shout out to will, boy, Justin Jefferson. God. I will say, I will say, I expected that maybe not stiff or beaten, but I expected your Vikings to win because on the Star Five podcast, I picked the Vikings to win the North this year. I really? don't think I don't think the Green Bay Packers have. I mean, you have Hall of Famer. All-world quarterback Aaron Rodgers. You have a decent run game, but as I've been saying for almost the past decade, that Aaron Rodgers has been there. Green Bay cannot play if they don't have a lead. That defense does not play well if they do not play with a lead. That's true. And for your Vikings to jump down their neck early. It was to me, it was a great thing because I love seeing all the people that you know the the four letter network and all these sports pundits talk up the most lose. I'm an underdog guy, so I, I enjoyed seeing that man. But I overall, overall, you know, we are the wrestling show, and we're gonna tell y'all how we're getting into wrestling in a minute because we had to merge our two loves of football and wrestling in one. Light skin, the question that we ask everybody, what got you into professional wrestling? So I started out as a wrestling fan very young. Um, My dad pretty much exposed me to pro wrestling as a young whippersnapper. You know, back in the days, you know, in the 80s where I grew up, because I was born in 84, Wrestling was in syndication in certain areas. And if you wanted to watch, you know, the big leagues like Jim Crockett Promotions and, of course, WWF at the time, you needed to have cable. WWF was on USA. Jim Crockett Promotions, World Championship Wrestling at the time, was on TBS. The wrestling that we got in syndication here uh, at times would be the AWA Vern Gagne's promotion. And you also got... Uh, world-class championship wrestling out of Texas, which was on the old KPEX, you know, network channel that used to show uh, Seventh Heaven and all the religious shows. So uh, uh, we used to grow up watching the Freebirds and the Von Erics and their rivalry um, grow up. Iceman King Parsons. Um, we would go up watching the old, you know, NWA, the Horsemen and Dusty Rhodes. I think one of my favorite segments and uh, one of my dads as well is when Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard and J.J. Dillon followed Dusty to a Crockett Studios and proceeded to just beat him up with a baseball bat. You know? <laughs> um, 
Was that uh, when they beat him up in the office? No, they, they actually follow him around. They followed Dusty in his little Cadillac down a road in Carolina. And they stopped in the parking lot, tied him to like a little, uh, you know, maintenance okay. construction truck, tied him up, his hand up, and took a baseball bat to his hand. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, they were trying to get Dusty out of the business at that time. Yeah, allegedly. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, again, I was, you know, uh, my dad got me into it. And, you know, as most people who would probably, like, grow out of it when they get older, I never did. I kept into it. And like I've said on many of my videos on TikTok, pro wrestling has been my escape from reality. You know, mm -hmm. if the world over here is just being crazy and out of control, I can always turn to wrestling to escape from whatever's happening outside, you know, and sort of confine myself in this box and create my own happiness. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And I mean, you're from, I, you mentioned Vern Gagne, like you're from a state that has one of like the richest legacies when it comes to some of the greatest acts, like period, oh, yeah. in the whole sport. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we're talking I, Vern Gagne, we're talking jumping Jim Brunzel, uh, Kurt Henning, ravishing Rick Rude, who are from uh, Robbinsdale, Minnesota, um, Brock Lesnar, who went to the U of M. Uh, just a plethora of names too, right? Road Warriors are from Minnesota. They claim to be from Chicago, but they spent a whole lot of time. And a uh, matter of fact, uh, James Laurinaitis's father uh, was the uh, football coach at Woodbury High School when he was going to uh, school there, and he was playing middle linebacker before he went to Ohio State. Nice. So look, look at how all of that ties into today's topic which we're gonna i, I don't know if y'all boys don't mind we could just kind of get right to the topic this week because news wise there really isn't much going on all the AEW shit has kind of been hashed out already everybody's been breaking news on everywhere you know what i'm saying about it oh, meanwhile yeah but you know meanwhile you know we love to wait for the facts not just the stories and the sources say like we're not big on sources say but we will discuss them just as point of topics but we don't really have much news going on except that the dallas cowboys are the only team in the nfl to get the star <laughs> touchdown sorry carl <laughs> nah, we are not sorry we are not sorry about that how about them cowgirls yeah everybody everybody kind of threw their football stuff in i'll just throw in real quick that's why i think you're under the weather bro the giants won no, well, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I was, uh, that was Sunday, right? So Sunday, we went to the Bahamas in the, during the morning. It was a long ass morning. Got back on the ship, um, and then like at four something, I was like, "Yo, I gotta go to the room because I needed to use the bathroom." And uh, they did have a TV in there, and uh, I flipped the channels, and they had on the goddamn. Um, the Vegas, the Raiders, the Raider game was on, and I was like, oh, shit, a football game. All right, I'll put this on while I, you know, get my stuff together, take a shower. And then I was like, hold up. Let me try to check, because they had three ESPN channels. I'm like, let me check the other channels to see if maybe. And lo and behold, I switched to the next channel the fucking Giants were playing. So that was like, okay, that's it. I ain't going fucking nowhere. And I happened to 
catch the game right at the end where they fucking scored that touchdown yeah. to take the lead and they hit the two-point conversion. I was like, all right, that's it. They hit the two-point conversion. There's a minute left. I'm getting in the shower. I don't need to see them lose this game. So I went to the fucking shower, came on magically by some miracle they won. I honestly think they won because I stopped watching because I am the biggest <laughs> jinx. I am the biggest jinx when it comes to the Giants. Dude, that's exactly how it used to be with the Knicks. I, I, I would, I, if the Knicks were on, I would have to really, really want to watch them because too many times back in them nineties that I would watch the whole game, and then traditional nineties Knicks, they blow a lead in the third quarter, and then find a way to either just pull it out. But when I was watching, those niggas always lost. And yeah. <laughs> that's, how oh, I feel. I, that's how I feel watching the Yankees. Every uh, time I watch them, they yeah. suck. <laughs> We've been killing it this year, though, as far as the yeah. Yankees are concerned. But we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Before we get to what we're going to go to, what are your five favorite wrestlers out of your home state? Five favorite wrestlers out of my home state. Number one, I got to give it to Mr. Perfect. I feel like out of uh, the home state of Minnesota, um, he's probably one of the best on the mic and in rig work and to never win a world title, you know. Um, also, he's I kind of lean towards him because my mom worked with her cousin and I always got, you know, autographed, you know, Autographed merch from uh, Kurt Henning, aka Mr. Perfect. So nice. Um, that's, yeah, that's I mean Minnesota. Fine. When you look at it, Minnesota is a big state, but it's also in very small of the Midwest. So you know, so I got to go with Kurt Henning, um, Brock Lesnar, Ravishing Rick Rude. Um, for number four, I am going to give it to. Um, let's give it to Scott Flash Norton for those of you guys who, uh, uh he was, he oh, made yeah. his name in the AWA, also made his name in Japan, you know, former IWGP heavyweight champion. And, uh, for the fifth, another personal one for me, uh, out of AEW, because for, before I started my new job, I actually worked in, uh, education and, uh, this young lady was a high school student who was in training at uh, the Pro Wrestling Academy out in Brooklyn Park. And I was able to see some of her matches, you know, as she was going along. Julia Hart. Okay. So, and oh, nice. I actually, you know, like I said, knew Julia before she became uh, an AEW wrestler. And I've loved watching her progression grow and grow. You know, as you know, the little cheerleader that we all used to know and love, you know, the two time national champion to now this dark character, which I absolutely love. Awesome. Nice. Nice. Show some love cool. to the ladies. Ain't nothing wrong with yeah. that. That's cool. That's cool. But That's yeah, like I said, man. Yeah, for real. But yeah, your state is just, again, you want to just talk about the greatest. And you didn't even talk about, Larry the Axe heading. No, uh, no. Like you, we Why didn't. We, we didn't even get into like we got Vern, Greg. We we didn't talk about the whole guy in your family. No, we didn't. We can sit here do. We can sit here do an episode just about the AWA itself. But we could also 
also how you know that you know greg or Vern, no Vern couldn't uh book nobody but himself and shit to win and all that but <laughs> you know but yeah man the state of minnesota and shout outs to to uh the the homie hyperx on uh tiktok also i believe he's in your state also i think Shouts out to him, but yeah, no, we are here today because as we mentioned, we love football, we love pro wrestling. So, like we seem to do every week on the fly without you know kind of preluding and what we're gonna do the next week. We said football season's back, so let's build a team of wrestlers. I specifically just said, you know what, let's do WWE, but let's keep it to current roster. To make it hard, a little more difficult in a way, because we could go back because so many of the legends out there played football, whether it was professional, high school, college. You know, like we could easily go with, you know, I mean, the Steiners wrestled, but they both looked like they could have both played. You know, you know, uh, Rick Rick looked like he could have played some nasty outside linebacker, while Scott was the wide one that looked like a defensive tackle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we could easily go Ron Simmons, freaking, you know, All-American, one of the greatest football players out of the school I hate in Florida State. You know what I'm saying? I, the cover photo, Vader, was, I believe, a, a guard or a tackle for the Rams in the NFL. Wahoo McDaniels played some uh, NFL football. There's a lot of legends that have across the years that we could pick from that just easy, obvious picks. But I said, let's go with some of the new crop because as I looked at this roster that I'm going to pull up for everybody now, like as we thought about this top, as I thought about this topic, and I'll admit I didn't put the biggest amount of detail behind it, but I had some people in mind already that it's like, yeah, I could see these people in certain positions, man. So, Nick. We'll go with you. Where do you want to start? You want to go offense or do you want to go defense? Uh, let's start hot with the offense. I feel for the predominant listeners, too, you know, if, even if you're not the biggest person, I feel, you know, offense the most. I say we go with some offense. Gotcha. So, all right. If y'all don't mind, because no, actually, no, I don't have this in mind. I have one person. You know what? We're going to let our guests go first. Light skin. What position do you want to start out with first? Well, what let's, start with the, let's start with the uh, most important position on offense. Let's start with quarterback. Um, Ooh, I thought you was going to say yeah. center. No, no, <laughs> we, we, we'll, get, we'll save the best for last. Okay. Right, that's we're better. talking to an offensive line. All right? We'll save the best <laughs> for last. I believe I've built a pretty good offensive line. But, uh, you know, coming back from my coaching days, I mean – your offense doesn't move without a quarterback. And as far as quarterbacks go, you know, they're the ones who pretty much command the offense. They help build success for the offense. You could almost say that they're an architect. So mm. if I'm building a quarterback, and I think you guys know where I'm going with this, Yeah, my quarterback would be Seth freaking Rollins. So, are we good with that? Do we want to stick with that as one team? We're going to build one team, or do we all want to individually go uh, position by position? 
I think what we could do is maybe I'll give a piece and then I'll come to a verdict. Okay, okay. That sounds uh, yeah, that's that you know what? That sounds good. That sounds yeah, good. I, uh, I I like that breakdown of the architect and all that, but it was. You know what, Nick? I gotta go with the person actually. I'm gonna go with the person who just newly returned to the company. The man who beat that architect three times in a row. And I hate the fact that I'm not going with a black quarterback for this team. <laughs> but this is football. Football is America's game. So how do I not go with the American nightmare at quarterback? Cody Rhodes. Well, not much for me to say. Because <laughs> if you look. Cody Rhodes. Right. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, you know. And then when I was going to kind of steal his segue a little when he's like, you need someone who can command and get people going. My man commanded and had a whole company going. You know what I mean? Locker room leader mentality. So I was like, nah. So, and then you think of the American dream, American nightmare, American pan. I was like, nah, who else but Cody, bro? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right. Well, if you're going to talk about Americans and leaders and locker room leaders and somebody who can bring your, your squad up from the edge of darkness, someone who can rally your team together in a huddle, and give a passionate and blazing speech at quarterback. I honestly can't think of anybody better to have than John Cena. You get John Cena in that huddle and you got to do, you got one minute to score and you got John Cena there at the head with that big ass fucking body that he got, but he could just take hits and either run it out or fucking throw that play action pass. I couldn't think of anybody better than John Cena to have in that seat boy. So he, he, he'd be Tim Tebow in it. That's, hey, listen. He's going to get the job done regardless. However, he's never give up, guys. Come on. <laughs> never give up. All right. So this this is going to be hard to consense with this one. But, I mean, not to brag. It's two to one to two, one, one. I think we got to go with the American Nightmare. All right. So is, is somebody writing this down? Because I, I don't have my notepad right, up right Thank you, Lou. I'll keep it. Thank you, Lou. So we're, we're going to go with you next, Lou, since you were last, and we'll run the cypher back around. What position do you want to go with next? you want to stay right, in so the backfield? All right, so at QB, we got Cody Rhodes, right? Yes. Okay, cool. you want to stay in the backfield? Do you let's, wanna... um, let's go right to running back. Okay. Because I had it I had to set up offense and then defense. Yeah. Um. Well, for me, honestly, I don't know much about his background. I don't know what he did in previous life. Uh, I know Dan is not the biggest fan of this person. But if you want to give me a running back and you want somebody who's nigh unstoppable, I think I might have to go with Braun Strowman. You just hand Braun Strowman the ball and you get the fuck out of the way. I don't even think he's going to need a line to get through the fucking get the first down. <laughs> I, I think you picked that pick because of the choo-choo. He's a locomotive. The guy's a locomotive, a human locomotive, bro. I have nobody stopping that. I have him on my line, but uh, and then what I got, um, I thought kind of of his background, not of football, but obviously being aggressive and not afraid to run straight forward at it. And I think of someone as a running back who's someone who can take a lot of pain because then, then dudes, you see the tackle and everything they get weekly. I don't know. It was kind of hard, too, to be honest on this one. I thought running backs would be a lot easier, but I went with Riddle. 
I feel like kind of got some speed. He's not too, too small at the same time, not afraid to run at it. It was hard. Like, that, that, he wasn't one of my picks when I was like, oh, yeah, he's perfect for this position. But I don't know. For some reason, Riddle is just the one who I just I couldn't get. All right, Light Skin, it's on you because I – both of those picks, like, I feel Lou on his point, but I don't see it. And I definitely don't see Riddle at running back. See, if I was going to go with Stroman as a running back, he'd be more of a fullback type or maybe even a tight, tight end or a hybrid. You know, somebody who can line up as that second, you know, uh, running back in your 20 personnel, you know, possibly catch out the backfield or even be a lead blocker in, when you run a traditional ISO, you know. Um, as far as running backs go, you know, you look at some of the best running backs ever, and they always have a certain build. Um, I had on my list Xavier uh, Woods because of the built and body type that he has. And that little center of gravity. Yes. I like that. I like that. See, I had, and thinking in the same manner of body type, size, build, and the dude looks fast. All the best running backs are black. Apollo Cruz, to mm. me, looked the most like a running back yeah. to me. I now I, I could fuck with Braun Strowman at the fullback position, specifically in there for goal line situations only. That's the only way I will allow that man to control his narrative. Yeah, I, I had <laughs> I had Strowman at. I had Strowman at fullback, but I changed it, and you'll see why when we get to fullback. All good, all good. But uh, yeah, I like Apollo Cruz personally. Damn, I can't. I I, can't. I do I I do like that Xavier Woods. Yeah. pick. I do like the Xavier Woods pick. Uh, Got to get the new day in there. Which when we get to the defensive side, there's a new yep. day member that's automatic. I think yep. might be oh. across the board. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, I this one this one's tough, man. I could I personally could give it up for Xavier, Uncle or, Woods, or my or Apollo. Yeah, I'm good with that too. Yeah. All right, so Woods, it is Woods is the draft pickup at so running back. We're gonna do fullback. Uh, yeah, and. We started with quarterback with you, so you start at fullback, Nick. Um, so like again, strong for me line, but I could definitely agree if that's what it comes down to in the fullback. But I'm thinking Seamus, goal line, someone who's tough. Oh, go Ia Seamus. My man Seamus. I think Seamus would be perfect. Kind of like you said that goal line situation, which the Broncos could not do last night. I think Seamus tough son of a bit, just run right in there. And yeah. uh, you know, historically. I know the fullback position is you just got to be a tough bitch. And I feel Seamus could definitely hold down the fullback spot. And this is where, as I'm looking the man dead in his face, I think I would go Bobby Lashley at fullback. I don't see him. I don't see him as a defensive guy, even though he is one of the many big men who do spears, which those spears of horribly formed tackles, by the way. But I think Bobby Lashley at fullback would be the way to go, light skin. I don't know what you have. So if I'm thinking fullback, I like Braun Strowman as a fullback. I'm going to go with somebody who played the fullback position. Mm. And I'm going to go with Braun Breaker. 
Oh yeah, perfect, perfect, yeah. Perfect fullback at K State. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, uh, I, I believe he would be perfect fit for that. You know, yeah. I actually had Bobby Lashley on a different position, and I'll get to that. You know, later on, um, on the uh, in the in a uh, different offensive position. Excuse me, but I actually do like Braun Breaker. Braun Strowman as a fullback, love it, especially in goal line situations. But if you want somebody who's going to isolate a middle linebacker and just completely knock his teeth out of his mouth, knock I his like mouth that. Start out, Ron Breaker is the dude to do it. Yeah. Uh yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah I think we're gonna I think we're gonna go with that because that's who I have for my fullback position because he actually played fullback. So I was like, Well, all right, well, let's get Braun Strowman fuck out of there and put this guy in his yeah. natural position. <laughs> we'll move Braun Strowman up to We'll move Braun Strowman up to running back, and I have those two positions filled out. So I think that's yeah. uh, I makes think sense. Unanimous on that I'm going with Braun Breaker in there. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so we got right. quarterback, running back, fullback. I am not going to go tight end just yet because I have this specific name at wide receiver, and I believe nobody is going to out jump this dude. I think he will moss. I think. Anybody we put at the cornerback position, I think I know where you're going. I Montez, think I do too. Montez Ford. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's Montez. Now, when I first, when we first said this, I initially was thinking, "Steaming Willie Beeman, we got to put Montez Ford at quarterback." <laughs> then I immediately said, "No." Yeah. I said, "Hell no!" This dude has the ups. Like I said, like this is the new Randy Moss. Yep. But because of his wrestling body, can do some in routes and crossing the field routes and not get alligator arms. Yep. So he'd be like a TO with Randy Moss style speed and jumping ability. That's my pick. Nice. That's mine too. Oh, okay. Um, I actually uh I actually went with we Carmelo got two Hayes. Two wide receiver picks. We got two wide receivers. Yeah, slots. we got two. And I actually went with Carmelo Hayes for wide receiver. What I was thinking with that was that I know he's not the tallest dude, but just his agility and his wow. uh, his uh, prowess on the top rope, I thought he'd make a hell of a wide receiver. He's fast as fuck, too. Good um, slot runner. Yeah, I, I think he, um, you know, I, I just, for some reason, I, I was immediately, that was one of the first things with wide receiver. I didn't even really have to think too much about it. I was like, oh, I want Carmelo Hayes there, so. Um, but I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't mad at the at the moss at all. Um, I, I I see Carmelo Hayes actually on the other side of the ball. But that's I like I like I, I like it. Idea. Go ahead. We, but we gotta pick the we're still picking wide receiver one. Oh, I'm with Montez Ford. Montez, you know, if you look at his uh, attributes, he's six foot one. And he's fast, you know, very athletic. You can line him up split outside. You can line him up in the slot. He is basically your Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup type receiver. You know, he's somebody who can do it all. And he creates a lot of mixed match matchups for, you know, if you put him out on the outside with a corner, put him on the slot, maybe he gets a matchup with a middle linebacker. Now you've created a mismatch. Guess who's winning that one? Forward every day. Word, yeah. word. So I get Montez. It is, mm-hmm. and at wide receiver number two, that's where I see Matt Riddle because he looks tall, he looks lanky, and 
let me rethink that one because I was thinking, you know what? No, I'm going to keep that because I was thinking stoner just now. But <laughs> um, but but I think the weed would give him such concentration. <laughs> I think it would give him such concentration that he's going to be like the, the kid in Little Giants and every time a football comes at him he's going to think it's a roll of toilet tissue and it's just oh, soft God. soft hands every time he'd be the perfect cleanup guy to Montez's attention seeking abilities so yeah I, I'll go with Matt Riddle at, at the wide receiver 2 slot uh, Nick yeah, so I was thinking kind of same mindset in a way. Tall, lanky. This is another one I'm not 100% sold on. I think because he is athletic, we've seen what he can do on top. I went Damian Priest. Tall, lengthy. Ooh. You That's know, tall wide receiver. Yeah, he can move. He can move. We see what he does in the ring, jumping over the top rope and all that shit. I don't know. I was like, you know what? He's just one who came to mind kind of quick. I was like, you know what? I'll fuck with I'll roll with it. So I went Damian Priest there. Light skin. Uh, for me, oh, go ahead, like, my bad, my bad. I didn't mean to jump in. Um, you know what? I had uh, two thoughts. I thought about Riddle as a receiver, more of a possession guy, somebody who can get you a first down in third and short, you know, third and medium type situations. And then I remembered the best part about receivers is, is they're always cocky. So, and this is kind of like out of left field. Somebody who would just talk, talk, talk. I there were two I, guys I would think about for this one. Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. Mm. Shout outs to B-Rob. Yeah, I, actually, I, I actually have Grayson Waller in my opinion for the next position, but I like them. I originally had Austin Theory in my head at running back because mm -hmm. he too has a running back like build in my opinion. He does. But I I, I like those. I'm not mad. I'm Grayson Waller makes sense. Grayson Waller makes sense. But Lou, who you got? Uh, for wide receiver two, again, I was thinking agility. I was thinking quick cuts. Finn Balor. I figured I'd throw Finn Balor in there as my second option. He's a quick dude. He's agile. Again, uh, I like my wide receivers to be versatile. So I would probably go with Finn. You picked two tiny mites at slots. I, I know that. <laughs> actually, my whole team is actually kind of small. Pause. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So, again, we all kind of pick differently. But what's the vibes feeling? I like them all, to be honest. So I really don't care. Y'all can make that decision. I'd be cool with any of them. Light skin. So we'll leave it to you then, the guests. We'll leave you to, to pick the final pick at wide, wide out two. You know what? Let's uh... – I'm gonna say let's go with Riddle. Let, let's okay. let's go with Riddle. We got it. So Matt Riddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right there. It's right there. Captain Matthew, M. Matthew, if you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Mephalemu Riddle. All right. <laughs> tight end. Tight end, Luke. Okay, okay. You. All right. So at the tight end position, I, I think this is fairly obvious. At least it is for me. Again, versatility, speed, uh, explosion. I got to go Ricochet. I got to put Ricochet in that tight end. Okay. I, I see him somewhere else. Yeah, same. I got I him on the him. other side of the ball. I see him somewhere else. But uh, uh, light, okay, okay. light, light skin, the tight end, what you got? For my tight ends, 
They do have to be, you know, on the tall side. They have to have a bigger build. They have to not only be able to catch the ball in hard situations, but they also have to help out with the run game. And they also have to be aggressive. You look at aggressive tight ends, you know, Rob Gronkowski comes to mind when it comes to aggressive tight ends who could not only catch the ball, but could also help in the run game. I'm going to go with the fella from across the pond. I'm going to go with Seamus. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I had a two tight end set, so I didn't have a fullback, so that's why I threw Seamus at. So my two I had was Seamus and then conveniently his current rival, Gunther, another big boy whatever. Okay. So I'll, I'll go with Seamus, though. Uh, I, you know what? I was going to put Grayson Waller at tight end, but Seamus's viciousness sells it for me. Uh, Gunther is not making this team, in my opinion, a.k.a. Walter, because though he shows his athleticism in the ring – I think, in just my opinion, he doesn't look like it would translate to the American football field. He has the lo- his lower body fits the football field, but he just doesn't seem like he got it for me in the American football field. So I'm rocking with the, the consensus. Seamus, it is. Seamus, it is. So, uh... So now we got the skill oh, position. Seamus is what? Tight end? Tight end. Okay. So, so I was going to say real Nat, quick, for ahead. line purposes, to maybe for time, should we all, are you guys cool with, we all say our line, and then we agree on one person's line? So when I That just, works. That works. Yeah, that's cool. That works. For time purposes? That works. All right. Sorry, continue, though, please. No, so you go first. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> all right, so, um, yeah, about that. No, um, so this is O line. We're center, doing O line right now. Yes. Yeah, O line. Okay. So uh, my center, I got the man Otis. I threw my, I threw Otis at the line. He a big boy. Um, I had so damn. I got to delete this guy. Um, I had Samoa Joe. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I'll throw. Uh, off top, I had Braun, Otis. Uh, Corbin, Braun, Juan. Let me see. Braun, Otis, Corbin, and then I had uh, Eric and Ivar. Okay, okay, I give you Ivar. The big boys. I was. Just, yeah, I want to ask. Kind of mine is kind of similar. To be honest with you. Go ahead, Lou. So for my O line, I basically uh, keep it short and simple. Viking Raiders, Imperium. Ivar, Vinci, Walter at center, Eric, and Kaiser. That's my offensive line. Light skin. I'm still thinking a little bit, even though I kind of had who I want, but go ahead. So starting out with my tackles, I I, want to start outside and go in. Omas at the left tackle. He's tall, and his reach is incredible. You can get defensive ends on their heels. Um, and then Commander Aziz at the right tackle. Right, and, you you, you uh, picked the Giants. Little <laughs> <laughs> Giants. Because now <laughs> I, my man picked Raw Underground. I mean, <laughs> Omas, you know, he's played basketball before, so I know he's got the good footwork for the kick slide drill. You know, for defensive ends. Uh, same thing with Commander Aziz. Bet you guys didn't know he was actually. A uh, Minnesota Viking during the 2015 preseason. I saw that on that WWE TikTok. I I just saw that yesterday, too. 
Why so, do all the wrestlers, sorry to cut you up, but why do all the wrestlers go to the Vikings? Reigns? Reigns, Lesnar, Commander Z. I, I don't know. It's something in the Minnesota water, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, as my guards, I went with Happy Corbin because he played the position. Yeah. You know, former Indianapolis Colt, former Arizona Cardinal. He played the position. Probably didn't see much time, but, you know, I, he's somebody who, if you remember, he basically was – tossed out because he got into a lot of fights in training camp. So, um, And then for my other guard, because I'm the type of guy that loves to run a pin and pull scheme, I had Bobby Lashley because of his quick feet, and he could, I could easily pull him, skip pull, old school pull. You know, that's who I have as my right guard. And as far as center goes, and I know, you know, Mayor, you, know, you don't like this man at, uh, on this team, but – I had to go with Walter slash Gunther, but indie version where he's a little thicker. Because as oh, you know, yeah. he's got some weight. Thicker but Gunther. <laughs> Gunther, I feel like, is very intelligent. And you want your center to go ahead, take a look at the defense, and start making those line calls where they need to shift their protection, where they need to slide their protection to. And I feel like he would be the perfect person to do that. Yeah, I I really like your line. I do, I do. Uh, I get, I get a. Uh, I definitely get uh, Walter. Actually, I should take mine back, Lou. We didn't put Quincy Elliott on our team. I know, bro. I'm, I'm I didn't want to, be... to find. I'm struggling to find a a, a place to slot that dude in, bro. I, I didn't want to be disrespectful and put him at lead cheerleader, but I was thinking about that. Hey, that's my boy. Hey, nah, we yo, we fucks with him over here, though. That you know, I hear you. We fucks with Quincy Elliott for real. That there's something about that dude, man. Something there about is. Him. I can't but, um, wait for him to go to the main roster, yo. That's gonna be the don't come on greatest day. That's gonna be the greatest day ever. Ooh, I, I'm already seeing my linebackers. To be honest with you. But um, yeah, cause I gotta start from my position at center. Uh, I, I, whew, son of a bitch. You know what? No, I'm going with who I. Actually, I'm moving. I gotta pick Angelo Dawkins, and I originally had Angelo Dawkins at one of the tackle positions in my head. Tall, athletic. Which I think every tackle should be, besides just being big. Uh, but I'm gonna move him to guard alongside Corbin. I think those two would put in some nasty work at the guard positions. Um, uh, him and Corbin, obviously, we said Corbin was a guard professionally, and Angelo has the build that I think could go on any of those spots on the offensive line, with the exception of center. Um, I do like that Gunther pick at center because of the smarts. Um, but shit, this is where I'm stuck. I, I'm definitely going to take Omas that tackle now that you said that. Uh, Commander Aziz was an easy one because he played the game, but I we don't really, you don't even see him much anymore out there. But damn it. Damn it. Mace also played football. Mace also played pro football too. Massey. Massey, that's right. That's right. That's right. But fuck. What about Nick Khan? He'd be a hell of a lineman. <laughs> Shit. Now, you know what? I'm my I Rich Holland was one who I see the mouse over there. Rich Holland, I was thinking about him for a little bit. Oh, man. 
Nah, you know what? <clears throat> At center, because this is the way I could see him getting on the field, because I I got to get this guy on the field, mainly because he also thought the Eagles were going to win uh, win it all this year, is Riddick Moss, a.k.a. Madcap. I put him at center because he's got that he's he intelligence. I'm not too sure about, especially character wise. They don't give him that much to work with. Uh, he'd be working with a former tag, you know, somewhat tag team partner with Corbin on the same line. So there's chemistry there. And I think he's got the build and the quicks at center to also pull behind a guard, uh, also get second level. Like a center should or could, if nothing is uh in front of them. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna stick with Riddick there. Omar said tackle, uh, the other tackle position is where I'm stuck at. And do I want to control my narrative? That's a big sometimes. Do you I want to? You gotta put pride to the side when you want to win a championship. Yeah, I just don't know if we win a championship with the big dummy. Um, <laughs> as I just, I don't know, I don't know. But you know, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm riding with. I like, I, I'll ride with Aziz because you made it make sense. But overall, yeah, I'm taking your offensive line over mine, though. Over mine, I, I, I have to, I got it. I gotta ride with it like that. That's just it was it was too well thought out, too properly placed for everybody. Yeah. I like I get the Bobby Lashley pick at fucking at guard. Like I'm not mad at that. Corbin at guard, obvious. Like, yeah. And then I it's just the center position. Like I maybe I definitely would take probably Riddick over Walter, but I'm not mad at Walter because that's a you know, Bobby Lashley might be the smallest guy on there at six three. So you want your offensive line to be at least six two and up. Like even though I'm six foot and I play center, it could start from six foot and up. So I, yeah, I'll give up my line to the guidance for real. That's just where. It's... Cool. Now, head coach. All right. Well, how are we determining this O line? Because we just kind of named everybody, but we didn't. Are we settling I, I, on? I, I'm I'm settling on Gaijin's line. Yeah, okay. I'm settling yeah, on it, yeah. I'm personally on his line. Pause. Last game, can you real quick just give me your own line, left tackle, left guard, center, right tackle, right uh, guard? From uh, left to right, starting with tackle. Omos at the left tackle. Okay. Happy Corbin at the left guard. Gunther at center. Bobby Lashley. At Oof. right guard and Commander Aziz at right tackle. God damn. This is that's that line is fucking nasty. That, it really line. is. Like I mean, you can imagine <laughs> running behind that offensive line. That man. line that line is nasty. That line is nasty. And I'm and I'm yeah. trying to yeah, I'm trying Xavier to, Wo like, Xavier Woods will be safe. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's just when you know how to hit the holes properly. Mm -hmm. You know, but he plays Madden. He's a gamer, so I think we know he we know how he knows how to hit holes properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing head coach before defense. Yeah, let's go head coach and offensive coordinators. 
I know who I'm not picking at head coach. Well, I see. I want to pick Pat Paul Heyman as the head coach, but I see him more running the defense. Yeah, I I'm see cool him more I'm running cool Heyman on defense. Okay, so we got our we got our defensive coordinator down. Lou, do you agree with that? Lightskin, do you agree with that? I, I do. We could go with that because I had Jonathan Coachman at defensive coordinator, so I know that's not going to be. <laughs> yeah, going nah. go back to head coach, though, I think we got to talk about the guy that everyone says they love, Papa H. You know, I got my own head coach. Uh, my head coach is Nick Khan, because that's going to be the man right there who knows what to cut, when to cut it. What to add, what to delete, with no emotion whatsoever. I, I don't care Nick, if I like you. Nick, I don't Nick care if Khan you're my friend. If we got to, well, are we doing GMs too? Oh, I don't <laughs> think we got to go that high up. I think you know Nick what I'm Khan, saying. I think I, I'm thinking front office business cuts, no cuts. I think Nick Khan would make a better GM. He makes all the roster moves as is, and GMs in coordination yep. with the head coaches. So it's funny you say that because I thought so too. And then real quick, I watched that Triple H interview he did with BT Sports, and he says Nick Khan has nothing to do with anything on the roster. That was pretty much all the like Vince McMahon crew. Yeah, that had nothing saying to do. It with was Nick Vince Khan. without saying it was, was like Triple Vince. H was. Yeah, Triple H was laughing, saying because he's like <laughs> that Nick was getting destroyed online when he had no part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that, Lou, or Light Skin? I yeah, did it was not funny see that, that the interview was uh. Yeah, the interview was funny because it was like he was dancing around like the Vince topic while while talking about it at the same time. He made it known all the dumb shit was Vince. But yeah, sorry. So yeah, Triple H is my pick. Who you guys got? You know what? I would go with John Cena as the head coach. I like it. Hustle, loyalty, respect. Hustle hustle to the sidelines. (laughs) I would go with John Cena as the as the the head. I coach. like it because he's a great motivator. You know, that is the guy. I mean, he certainly has the coach's haircut for it. You know, and to be honest, like I said, you want your coach to be a great motivator, somebody who your players can get behind and say, "Hey, I want to play for that guy." What is the difference between all the great coaches that you see, the Nick Sabans, you know, the. Um, I wouldn't say Bill Belichick because he's kind of quiet sometimes, but you know he's still somebody with a creative mind that you want to play for. Um, just any coach that is able to motivate their players, that's who you'd want to play for. Seeing so, it is, yeah. But now, offensive coordinator. Oh, I got offensive coordinator. This one, I, I, I'm not. I'm not even personally. I'm not thinking front office. In this case, even though we kind of said let's leave the front office people, um, but damn, I yeah, I, I scroll have... past his face and I actually like the Miz. I don't trust Adam Pierce at offensive coordinator. Yeah, if we doing superstars, I had the ultimate yeah. opportunist himself. I mean, Edge. offensive of coordinator, you got to go with the master strategist. Send me, it's the master strategist. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sold. Sammy Zane, I'm sold. I, I'm sold. I'll take that. I'll but, take Sammy. I'll take like, Sammy as well. I like that. <laughs> I like that. All right. Then, so. then when they when we lose, if we lose, it's all a conspiracy. Yes, it's his fault. 
It's all conspiracy. Sammy Zayn is the Josh McDaniels of this bunch. Yep. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right. So we got our coaches out the way. Cena at the head coach. Heyman. Who do we have D- as? I'm sorry. Who do we have as defensive coordinator? Oh, Heyman. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Cool. Yeah, that's what I was just getting to. Paul Heyman at defensive coordinator. Cena at head coach. Nick Khan as the GM, and offensive coordinator Sammy Zayn. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. So now. We're going to start from the quarterback of the defense. Quick aside, are we playing a 4-3, a traditional straight-up 4-3, or are we going a 3-4? I think we'll get more mileage out of picks with the 4-3 because there's a lot of defensive linemen in this over linebackers, but we can go either way. I mean, I have – I got a defensive end, defensive tackle, linebacker, uh, LOLB, ROLB, middle linebacker, cornerback, and safety, and kicker. You have obviously. a, you have a three-four. I, I actually do have a three-four because it was a defense that I ran while coaching, but I'm good going either way. Nick, you're the final straw. Whatever. Okay, so <laughs> we'll we're gonna make this hard on the defensive line. Then we're gonna run a three-four defense, uh, and uh. We're going to start with the middle linebacker position, the quarterback of the defense, as I stated. Lightskin, you were pointing. You go first. So I know you had Riddick Moss or Madcap Moss as your center. I like him at the middle linebacker position because it's a position he played at the U of M. Um, you know, it's very quick. Very in. Yeah, I've seen highlights of him at the U of M. He's very intelligent. You know, he was a really good linebacker for the U of M in the, uh, I want to say, mid-2010s when he was there. So I like uh, Riddick Moss as, like, the quarterback-type middle linebacker. And if we are going with a traditional 3-4, the other inside backer, I believe I had – trying to pull up my notes here – I had Angelo Dawkins. So Madcap Moss and Angelo Dawkins as the two inside linebackers, pretty much commanding everybody where they need to go, which gaps they need to hold down and what they're responsible for. So uh, Madcap and uh, Angelo, that's who I have as my inside backers. All right. I like it, Lou. Oh, who's next? Was it me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't hear. Uh, okay. So for me, for middle my linebacker, I had uh, Bobby Lashley as my middle linebacker. I couldn't think of a uh, a bigger dude. Pause. Um, and it's funny you bring up Riddick Moss. So I had my Riddick Moss as uh, right outside linebacker because. He played outside linebacker, at least as far as what Google says, because I had that's, to look it up. That's true. He did I, play outside. That was my fault, but yeah, I actually I knew somebody he, else I that figured, the other outside backers. That's why. Yeah. I figured he played um, football, so I had to look, look it up, and then it said outside linebacker. So I threw him at right outside linebacker, and uh, left outside, I have Dawkins. So, actually, Dawkins and Riddick Moss. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, my middle – I had uh, Lashley, yeah. and then my right, I had Moss, 
And then on the left, I kind of wanted to switch it up a little bit. I saw he did a thing for SummerSlam, wearing a full set of uniform. I went with Drew McIntyre because he looked like a big-ass motherfucker in that. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Put him at one of the outside linebacker positions. <laughs> yeah, so Drew, Lashley. I see. I see. So y'all stop. See, y'all pick three linebackers out of a 3-4. A 3-4 is four linebackers, people. Well, I just picked the two inside. Oh. I, I was going to wait yeah. for the outside. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, was, for me, that was yeah. I did left outside, right outside, and middle because that right line at linebacker, I had Ridge Holland. I figured I'd throw Ridge Holland in there at linebacker. I had Cross okay. in there too. So we're running a four three then. So then, yeah. So then it's it's a four three defense. So doesn't affect you, light skin. You just gotta add one more, and then I'll give my three. All right. So if we're going four three, I'm going to go with. Moss in the middle with Jimmy and Jay on the outside. Oos. The Oos. The Usos. I believe one is probably uh, more quicker and better in coverage, and that would be Jimmy. Jay would be your best tackler, not to mention a guy who you can blitz on the outside. You know, somebody who can apply pressure on the weak side especially the blind side as well. So I like the Usos as my outside and Moss as my inside. See, I I <laughs> damn it, I want I I was trying to find the spot to put both of them to and like I could either put them at strong and free, but I'm nah, I like them on I like that the outside, the two outsides. But for me, my middle is Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. Just just because he as looking at his picture right now. He just he has like that you he has see that, that look middle. of well not this pretty fucking no. maximum male model picture. The one that's that they TNA. have up that's DNA Sam Shaw right there. <laughs> right. This picture right here it just speaks nasty nasty middle line middle linebacker. Somebody that like you know, like without saying it, will Joe Theismann somebody <laughs> and then go to the sideline quietly? But that's my pick at middle linebacker. I like I, that one. I'm willing I'll, to sacrifice my for saying <laughs> that's it for Dexter Loomis. I was about to call him Sam Shaw, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I that's that, that's me. I, y'all, two of y'all had Bobby on there, so we already got the Bobby problem is Bobby's already on oak. I say we oh, do Loomis, yeah. and the, Loomis and the Usos. I like it. All right. Loomis and the Usos. Okay. Cool. So left and right is the Usos. You want to go with that? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, that sounds good. And now the corner positions. The corner positions. This is where I see Carmelo Hayes. But not playing the one. Not playing the guy that shadows your one your number one wide receiver. He's he he could be a guy. He looks like a guy who would just be more of a pest. Somebody that would be great at breaking up passes. We know and we've seen he's got the athletic ability by way of the match he just had with Ricochet. Um hmm, Ricochet. And and short corners seem to work. Short corners with ups seem to work. 
And mm. personally to me, he has it. But he's not shadowing my number one. So I got Carmelo Hayes. I had uh I had Ricochet. Okay. Not mad We're at doing that. Cornerback. Cornerback. Yep. yep. Solo Sakoa. Okay. Solo Sakoa, the silent assassin. I'm not mad at that, even though we had to leave him off. He to me, his build fits more linebacker. Yeah. We could have had a well, whole we still, I, still need a, I, need, I still need to fill in linebacker here. I don't know who we went with with that. Oh, Loomis and the Usos. Well, we had middle linebacker and then just linebacker. Or we're just doing middle no, linebacker. Middle only. middle linebacker and the two outsides. Okay, middle, right and middle. left. Okay, so we don't need linebacker. All right. No, middle line middle linebacker is yeah, is Dexter uh, Loomis. L- Loomis. And then Jimmy outs- and Jay. Yeah. Who you got um, at corner light skin? So for my corner, I went with Carmelo Hayes, and I believe mm. he could shadow the number one because okay. Carmelo Hayes is your Jalen Ramsey. He is your talker. He is going to get in every wide receiver's head. You know, I believe Hayes is the type of athletic dude who will put your best receiver out on an island and make sure that nobody sees him. So I have Carmelo Hayes shadowing the number one. And with the match that he had um, just recently on the NXT special, I have Ricochet at the number two. Yeah. I could give that up at the number two. Yeah. We going with that? Uh, who is your number two, Dan? No, I'm, I I can rock with Ricochet at number two. I, I wanted to I wanted to put him at free safety, but nah, because of the flippy dippy and jumping ability, I'm I I'll rock with I can rock with Ricochet at the corner. So the corners are Carmelo and Ricochet. Well, who do you guys have? Uh, my second one, I had uh, Kofi. But I'm cool with Carmelo and Ricochet. Kofi, the Richard Sherman, because <laughs> of the, the locks. I actually have Kofi somewhere else in the secondary. I'll explain yeah. that one later. Yeah, I was torn where to throw him. Who else did you have, Luke, besides Solo? Um, For which position are we talking about? I'm sorry. I'm a little trying to make sure I got everything here. The two DBs, the have, two corners. Because uh, I got... Defensive and defensive tackle. We'll get there. We're going to save the line for last. I got safety. And kick. I don't even think I picked anybody for these two. No. So we go with Ricochet and Carmella. You name Cool. That sounds good. We don't have them anywhere else. It works for me. Yep. So now we're up to the free and strong safeties. We go go strong first. I'll go with friggin' um I threw Seth in there. Cause he's kinda like it's like a like a what's the word? Like a pesk. You know what I mean? Kinda annoys people and everything, kinda come out of nowhere, do his thing. So I went with Seth. And then I think Kofi. Because I kind of Kofi at the corner or safety. So Seth and Kofi is who I had here. And I, I just wanted to get Seth in there. No, I'm not mad at that. And that's that's where I could put Seth at the free. Mm-hmm. At the free, because he got more freelance, and then I would put Finn Balor at strong. 
that's why I put Finn Balor at strong safety. Like that, I I think he would pack a, an explosive type hit that, like, again, like you know, tight ends would have to fear that guy, even though he's the little dude that you could kind of brush off. And it's part why he to me he wouldn't work at corner because he needs to be able to kind of freelance too and and just take on take on you know whatever's coming at him and you know freaking uh uh, uh coop coop the ground in the middle of the field <laughs> so yeah I set set that the free for me set that the free and Finn at the strong what you got light skin so I had Kofi at the free just because of his length. And I believe, you know, Kofi's a very intelligent brother. I mean, don't ever sleep on his intelligence. I believe he can make those uh, secondary coverage calls. And as far as the strong safety goes, I'm the type of dude that likes to bring the strong safety into the box. Is uh, somebody who can come down and make tackles and stop, uh, make stops in the run game. I went with uh, the bruiser weight, Pete Dunn, AKA Butch. Somebody who's feisty, somebody who will is not afraid to stick his nose into anywhere. He can come outside. He can blitz inside. I mean, that's who I had as my strong safety. Gotcha. I like that. All right. Well, for free safety, I decided to go with uh, the man with the weakest spear of all time. That would be Edge. Because I feel. Uh, just because of the fact that that's his one of his main finishers, I have Edge there, and I'm still kind of undecided as far as regular safety. But honestly, I think I would go with. I think I would go with Trick Williams. I want a top dollar, but I don't think he's fast enough. Um, top I think I'm top to dollar was a. I think top he was a defensive line. line. He was oh, an old yeah. lineman. Oh, top dollar was an old lineman. And he was with your Giants. Yes. Yeah. And the Patriots and a few other damn teams. Shit. Shows you how much I know about that dude. Yeah, I had no idea he was a Patriot. So yeah. we want to... Uh, All right. So Kofi's in because two of y'all yeah. picked him. And I'm not... Yeah. And me and Lou were split on our picks. So Kofi's in and we put him in at free. So what do we have? We had who? Seth? Who else were our options? Seth, Finn, Pete Dunn, and who did you say, Lou? Trick, William. Trick. Yeah. Trick is out for me. I mean, I had I Loomis guess- at, as my safety, but we put him. I got to go Seth just because of the size advantage here. Yeah, I'll give it up to Seth. I'll give it to Seth as well. Cool. All right, so Kofi at the free. Set that the strong safety, and now we get to my favorite part of the defense, and that's the line. Yeah. Two tackles, two guards, and how it works. Well, two tackles and two ends, excuse me. The tackles are the inside of the line this time, and the ends, obviously, as said, the ends. Um, Lou, you go first on this one. I mean, honestly, you guys have lost me at this point because you're much more knowledgeable at football and all that shit than I am. So all I have is a defensive end and a defensive tackle. Let's hear it. (laughs) Let's hear it anyway, but let's go. So my defensive end are two people who played those positions, so that was very easy for me to slot in. Biggie played defensive end. Brock Lesnar played defensive tackle. 
So they get slotted right into those positions. Okay. Nick? I had uh, DN. I had Big E. Um, I had to make room for my boy in there somewhere. So I threw in Roman Reigns. He played it in college as well. Um, and who else did I have on the line? Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up again. Um, I did have Brock in there at D tackle. And then my last one, who did I have? I have Lashley, but we ended up using him. Gotcha. Light skin. For my DNs, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. He played the position, Georgia Tech fan. Um, the other DN, I went with Drew McIntyre mainly because of his height, you know. And, of course, he's got long reach, somebody who can put offensive tackles on their heels, you know, if he, they're able to get under them. So I went with uh, Roman and Drew at the DNs for my D tackles because he is a thicker boy, pause, uh, Big E, you know. I believe Big E is more suited for an inside tackle position, mainly a three technique over a guard. And as far as uh, one techniques go, Let's just put Brock Lesnar there. I mean, he, right. he's he's more of a run stopper than he is anything else. You know? And I kind of avoided Brock Lesnar on my list because he really only made a cup of coffee with the Vikings, and that was practice squad cut preseason. Hey, he's um, on the active roster. Looked lost on the field, unfortunately. I thought he's a big ass. He, he, he did. So I picked I, him because he's on the active roster and he no, position, I, so no, I feel you. No, no, Easy I feel for me. I feel all y'all on that. Uh light skin, I'm in agreement with Big E at the tackle position for everything you said. Well, as soon as we thought offensive line, and I said the obvious pick that we all have was Big E. This is the Iowa Hawkeye. And yeah, he was an end, but for my ends. I, I got to have him at tackle. Mm -hmm. Roman is the obvious at at uh, at the end. My other end is because I have to get this guy on this team somehow, some way. And because he looks like he can definitely play the position, like he's he gives me, in some respects, Javon Curse vibes, um, like, like defensive end like that, almost DeMarcus Ware vibes, even by the look. Shelton Benjamin. Mm. Okay. Shelton Benjamin is mild the defensive end. And at tackle, this is where I wanted to put Otis. Otis this okay. is where I wanted to put he's, Otis he's at got the tackle that position. Tony Saragusa frame. Yeah. 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 You know, tractor it's, Keith Trailer type, you know, body. Yeah, no Albert Haynesworths on this team. So, <laughs> so regardless, two out of four, we got Roman and Big E. I think we all agreed on Roman and Big E. Definite. Yep. Definite. Okay. Two, obviously, Roman's at the end, and two out of us, we all picked Big E, but two of us picked them at the guard, two of us picked them at the tackle. Yeah. So, I mean, two of us picked at the end, two picked at the tackle position. Where do y'all see this? Tackles, okay. So y'all, y'all outvoted me at with Brock. So Brock is in at the other tackle spot. So it leaves us, 
it leaves us undecided on that other end spot. I think we can put Benjamin's athletic ass in there. Yes, we can. Because that is an edge rusher who I would want <laughs> rushing the quarterback. Yeah. All right, so Shelton Benjamin it is. And then kicker slash punter. I don't know. It's an obvious one. We ain't, I don't we, know who uh, we got to pick for. Our, <laughs> for our I, I, obviously, you know, there's a we guy already, who's a we already put the Haluma kick in. So. <laughs> yeah. I well, do got to ask one question before we uh, end up transitioning whatever to get out of here. Who? Okay, so it's not even like a Pat McAfee or, you know, whoever, any celebrities like, like straight. Well, wait, isn't Pat McAfee on the roster? Yes. Yeah, yes. That's it. Yes. That was a no-brainer. That's yeah. a no-brainer. So besides him, I guess the people we're talking about, though, who really was in the NFL the longest? Sounds like it could be top dollar because he went around for multiple teams. He, he did. Like, Corbin did, too, but Corbin's kind of open about Like, top dollar went to multiple teams. Like, It might, it might be him. I, I'm going to look into that after, but I think it is top dollar. <laughs> So we went with uh, McAfee. Wilbert played for a little bit too, right? With the Falcons, yeah. 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 We went with McAfee for a kicker. Yeah, slash punter. Because we went with McAfee for kicker. Yeah. Because I had I had Shinsuke on my list just to change it up. As kicker. Kinshasa, I mean, that, that okay, fucking well, ball over that goddamn goal line. I'm picking Shinsuke. Kinshasa it out of here. Well, so, all right. So, we'll put Shinsuke at kicker, but McAfee's the clear punter. Out <laughs> I don't think, I don't think yeah. he's going to <laughs> all decade. Right. Yeah. So, that 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 kind of has been automatically gifted for him, man. But all right, uh, Well, we, I want to get Waterboy in there. I'm not going to say who I said off air, not with the company. Yeah. <laughs> Who's, who's the uh, who's the water boy for our team? You know, it would have been low key funny. I'm happy with him being offensive coordinator, but Sami Zayn would have been a pretty uh, funny water boy just because of what he's doing with the bloodline now. I would say, I don't um, want to say this, and don't take this the wrong way. I I'm gonna I, I would say, um, our truth, but I'm gonna go with Akira Tozawa. Just gonna keep it all the way racist on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, uh, you know who I'm thinking? Just because I'm looking at him right now. What about Drew Gulak? As that's who I. That's oh, who I was 100%. thinking. As he's I giving like you water, one. as he's giving you water, he's probably trying to lecture you, coaching you on what to do, and everything. <laughs> and you don't want to listen to him, but realistically, he's good at what he does. I like that one. I was thinking more Chad Gable for the same reasons. Because again, he's one of those smart guys where you'd be like, "Here you go, I brought you hydration." Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah, I, I, I be going to everybody's visiting night. stadium and trying to shush everybody. Uh, you know? I was I was thinking Drew Gulak also because Gulak. he just he's the little dude that's just kind of yeah, getting I think, used, yeah. but should be a part of the team. It's like he's almost like the Rudy of this shit. Like yeah. he should be a part of the team. But not yet. Like, like you gotta grow up a more, little boy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gable, is almost it's almost too perfect for that position. But speaking of uh, Gable, if y'all didn't watch that match, him and Gargano put on a good one last night. So oh yeah, was a good one. Now, now to keep it real, because we kept it to the men. To be honest with you, when I first was thinking earlier today, I wanted to put Rhea Ripley at same here. Same I, I, I wanted to put Rhea at tight end. I wanted to put Bianca in there too. Shit. 
Shit, Bianca could probably be be our running back. To be honest, yeah, he is a draft. Oh man, Bianca Belair at tight end, bro. Hell yeah. Well, 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 well. She take that ball and just she did track too, so she take that ball and should be out. Yeah, but I mean, now you, I mean, you mixed up the positions and you said at tight end, which was like, "Mm, what? That's kind of, kind of obvious there. Is it on brand? (laughs) <laughs> just a little too on brand but yeah nah bianca behind that offensive line would fucking barry sanders motherfuckers and 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 seeing fucking uh rhea ripley seal the end yeah dudes wouldn't dudes wouldn't know whether to beep the you know to try to blow by her or try to i'll you be know like what? I'm, a, oops. I'm gonna let her i'm gonna let her pancake me <laughs> they keep, keep running like directly into the defender <laughs> well, let's hear let's hear this team then now yeah, that we're so finalists, run, it, run it through lou all right well the only thing again i hate to fuck this up but i still don't have someone here for cornerback no you do we do well i we don't have it written down so i don't know who oh, i don't remember what I got. yeah carmelo oh ricochet okay i just forgot to write that one down gotcha yeah okay so uh, oh, ricochet so the wrestling and strikes WWE football team consists of at quarterback Cody Rhodes, at running back Xavier Woods, at fullback we have Bron Breaker, at wide receiver we have Montez Ford, and at second wide receiver slot we have Matt Riddle, and closing that out at tight end is Sheamus. Offensive line left tackle Omas, left guard Baron Corbin. At center, we have Gunther. At right guard, we have Lashley. And at right tackle, we have Aziz, Commander Aziz. I'm just going to move on to defense. Middle linebacker, Dester Loomis. LOLB, Jimmy Uso. ROLB, Jay Uso. At quarterback, Ricochet. Kofi Kingston at free safety. At safety, we have Seth Rollins. Our punter is Pat McAfee. Our kicker, Shinsuke Nakamura. At defensive end, we have Roman Reigns. Defensive tackle, we have Big E. I feel like I'm missing two people here. What two positions am I missing? We have Brock Lesnar at tackle and Shelton Shelton Benjamin Benjamin. at defensive end. Right. Okay. The coaches are John Cena, the head coach, Paul Heyman, the defensive coordinator, the Sammy Zayn, offensive, offensive coordinator, Sammy Zayn. It's a hell of a team, boys. And, and the all-important man who keeps us hydrated, Drew Gulak at Waterboy. <laughs> Nick Khan, the GM. Obviously, we got to give Stephanie the owner because you know yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is. She is. You know, and yeah, I like that. I so like ne- our team. So I next, we left Triple H this. It's okay. It's okay. He just he he's he's at the college level right now. He's got to build his stock up to uh to become an NFL head coach. Let him run a. a let him run a national championship type team, you know. Maybe he'll stay. Maybe he'll get a a ten year, hundred plus million dollar contract like Dabo Sweeney just did. Who knows? And stay in college because he loves him some NXT. So <laughs> you know, but uh, 
Now nah, bring yeah. him to the SFL so we can have another rivalry with The Rock. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And you see, obviously, with the with the rumors coming out that Dwayne is supposed to be definitely coming back for WrestleMania, we left him off because he's not currently on the active roster. Yeah, but- some surprising names that we left off the list. You know, uh, we didn't have a we couldn't find a place for Kevin Owens, Karrion Cross. Uh, didn't really find a place for Gable Stevenson. Some pretty athletic dudes on here that we left off. I mean, they do have a huge roster. Hey, we need second uh, and third strings. Yeah, well, we're not true, gonna true, go true. through that but now. We'll but... be here forever, bro. <laughs> we just named yeah, off yeah, the right. We need second and thirds. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think Gabe Stevenson's got to show up first. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. He's got. Well, in that first. interview, in that interview, if Triple H didn't have the thing, the plan which Triple H was gonna put him over at Mania. We'll see. Yeah, we'll that, that would have been cool. I don't know how good the match would have been, especially his first match, but cool that that was the plan, at least. Cool. So next week, next week, what we will do is we'll run this back on week two of the NFL season with AEW. We're going to bring Well, we do have a guest lined up next week who I'm pretty sure is not familiar with football. You're right. My bad. We're taking a bye week from football. So, yeah, we'll take take the bye week. Next week's the bye week. Next week, we have our girl, Top Rope Squishy, coming on. So we got to now plan an all-AEW show for her unless we want to educate her. Oh, no. Or more than, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? No, we'll figure out. We'll figure something out. Yeah, because y'all know know what we do as we do. We we are not your recapping every show because that's what everybody else does. I'm going to say we haven't got a pay-per-view or anything this weekend either. This is true, which makes it perfect for a guest like Squishy to come through. Um, but shout outs to her. But most importantly, man, shout outs to you, light skinned guy Jin, for coming through. As I said in the beginning, before we started recording, once you come through with the trash boys, you are always welcome to come back to kick it in the back of the hopper of the truck with us. Play, play around in well, I was gonna say play around in the hopper juice, but yeah, y'all y'all Next. don't want that kind of y'all don't want that kind of nasty. And I've yeah. been paused. I've been sprayed many a times with hopper juice. It's fucking disgusting. Oof. In fact, let me give y'all a quick story about being sprayed with hopper juice. So I was on what we call the school truck. We run a split. It's a split body truck with dual hopper bins which we a lot of places use for recycling to pick up both commodities at the same time, m- m- paper, metal, and glass. But on the school truck, we use it for, at this time, we used it for whatever the recycling commodity of the day is and garbage. And so when you're picking up the schools, what's usually in the garbage of the school, lun- of school lunches? Uh, milk. You got it. Bingo. <laughs> so... We are at this school, me and this guy, Jerry, who at the time was like 74 years old with only 11 years on the job at that, right? At this, at this time, this is, I forgot what year, maybe 20 shit. I don't even remember early 2000, early 2010s. Let's say we're at the school, Murray Bertram, which is downtown Manhattan. It's right by where one police plaza is the, you know, the main hub for the NYPD. Um, Murray Bertram also the school that gave us a tribe called quest and the jungle brothers, by the way, they all went to that school with the exception of five dog, I believe. But 
We're working in the back of the truck, throwing in the garbage, cycling the truck, cycling, cycling. This dude, Jerry, literally gets sprayed with a solid stream of whatever's in the back and milk from the top of his head Ugh. all the way down mm. the right side of his body to his toes. Mm. Literally from top of head to toes. Gotta I've go. been I've been splashed where I got it on my leg. It hit me in the face, got me on my shirt. I not one side of my body completely. This man with gloves still on, by the way. I look at him like, oh, I'm like, yo, you want to go back to the garage? He goes, nah, I'm good. Uh, wipes, oh. wipes his face oh. with a dirty ass glove. And I was just like, bro. Oh, but then I I was like ill for like three seconds. And then I pulled it back. I was like, you know what? This man is 70 some years old. He's close to death anyway. He's eating his pound of dirt. His immune system is straight. <laughs> like, all right, whatever. And we finished the day. We might have had like five or six schools after that. He finished the day, the night, head to toe. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. That's that's some real trash boy shit. Wow. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but light skin. Like I said, you're the guest. You get the first crack at your final shout outs, give out your social medias and all that good stuff, my brother. Well, first off, let me shout out you guys. Thank you for letting me come on and be a guest on the podcast. I enjoyed my time. If you guys want to follow me, my handles is always light skin gaijin on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Um Go ahead and follow me on those platforms. Always happy to have uh, new followers. You know, I love interacting with my followers as well. You know, Mary, you know this as well. So, uh, again, at Lightskin Gaijin, all one word. No uh, no uh, underscores or anything. And I, I, nailed, I nailed the cadence that you speak in normally in your videos, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> you definitely did. Yeah, and as always, you know, Google us, bitches. You can find me at the Starfire Podcast. It's just Google the name. The web, the website's been down for a minute. I'm maybe gonna bring it back eventually. If you want to join the Facebook group, I ain't there on Facebook right now, but go ahead, have at it. The Starting Five Podcast on Facebook. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Insta. No, yeah, fuck Twitter. Fuck Facebook. But um, if you want to follow on Twitter. Most of the Instagram posts go up there. It's the starting five TMT Instagram at the starting five underscore podcast, TikTok, the starting five podcast, all one word, Lou. You already know Lou from the BX. Google it. Post of the everything podcast, the everything podcast on Instagram. From there, you'll find my drum IO link. And from there, you'll be able to find every single thing. Including the Deco Slides, the Everything Podcast Deco Slides, if you want to get you some nice slides getting ready for this. Uh, well, we're heading towards winter now, so I guess it's probably not the best time to launch that. But regardless, if you want some nice slippers to walk around the house, and you can always get those. And uh, Trash Boy Numero Tres, man. Happy to be here. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Thank you to our Snow guest, Light Skin. Snow's out, toes out. Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. Well, you know me. I live in fucking Florida, bro, so it's always gotten them sandal over here. Same in Cali. But, but yeah, you can follow me at Nick Anacelli. But most importantly, follow the show. The show that you've been listening to for an hour and 27 minutes now. If you've been listening this long and you're a continuing listener, keep it up. If you're new, keep on listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash and on Instagram at Wrestling Is Trash. Throw your thoughts out there. This is 
I think our third, maybe even fourth, you know, wrestle talk person we've had on here. So when we say it, we mean it. Anyone is welcome on this show. As long as you're not going to be an ass, we really don't care. And if you're going to be an ass, we're going to make sure hey. you look stupid. And, uh, and come yeah. on, come on and be an ass too, please. I'm begging yeah, you. Yeah, come on, be an ass. You're gonna get these hands from the trash boys. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. We all hope you have a good week. We'll till next time. See ya. <laughs>